Hey friends, time for another podcast. On today's episode, we are talking with Tanya Berry. She is the Vice President of Gas Operations for Consumers Energy. And we're going to be talking about clean natural gas next. My guest today, it is my absolute honor to bring Tanya Berry to the table. My friend, it is great to see you. How are you today? I am doing amazing. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. So today, we're obviously talking, you're the Vice President of Gas Operations. We're talking about natural gas in Michigan. And before we kind of get into the nitty gritty, I want to set the table for people listening to this. When I say natural gas in Michigan, just how large a footprint you are dealing with. It's nearly 28,000 miles. And for some context, that's a shy over 1.2 times around the circumference of the planet. So, Tanya, how do you manage something that large? You know, I when you put it in context, it is really large. Let <laughs> me give you even a little bit more around that. So it's 1.8 million homes and businesses and roughly about 4 million people. And, you know, you think about this cold weather state of Michigan and people are looking for us and depending on us to provide uh, safe, right, affordable and clean energy to their homes at the time they need it. And behind all of that, every day I get to work alongside 2,000 co-workers in the gas business to make sure we're doing just that. Wow. Those are some incredible numbers. And one of the things that I am mesmerized by is, is sort of human-centered design, the things that people take for granted until they break. And specific to what you guys do, we've been talking with Consumers Energy about this move towards clean, sustainable energy in the state of Michigan and beyond. And when a consumer thinks about that, they think about solar panels or cars driving around or the infrastructure you guys are building to charge said cars. But it turns out that natural gas also needs to be clean, and there is a whole process to doing that. So can, can you kind of expound on that a little bit? Absolutely. So, right. Most people, they think about clean in terms of the power plants, solar panels, and even wind farms, right? You can go up the freeways here in Michigan and you can see those uh, big windmills turning around. But the real issue we're facing uh, just uh, in Michigan globally, right around the world, is climate change. And we know that if we're serious, we have to decarbonize our natural gas system. So we filed a clean energy plan and it calls for us to be carbon neutral by 2040. Uh, our natural gas goal is a decade ahead of that. So we're saying we're going to be net zero methane emissions by 2030. Wow. What does that mean? I know that sounds for people. What does that really mean? <laughs> That's equivalent to about removing 55,000 vehicles from the road or preserving 30,000 acres of forest. How are we going to do that? You know, you probably see us in some of your neighborhoods replacing the old pipe, tearing up the roads, taking out the new and putting in the, uh, putting in the new there. Uh, we're rehabilitating and retiring our outdating infrastructure. And we're exploring new technologies to help our customers and suppliers reduce their emissions. You know, we have some uh, big aspirations, but we know we're doing it for the right, right reasons. And Tanya, you hit on something that I want to get into is some of this infrastructure dates back to the 1940s. And so a company as large as Consumers Energy with 2,000 people working with you on this project, what are the logistics of updating all of that stuff in order to hit these really aggressive timelines that you guys have set forth? So 
as I mentioned, we're trying to harden our system, right? And so we're making significant updates in our plan. Uh, and so safety is always important to us. Reliability, right? Are we there when you need us? And is it affordable, right? And so because we know that there will be a need for natural gas to come in the future, it will be a, heat, uh, a source that people will continue to use and they will depend on us. Uh, and so we're hardening, not expanding the system, uh, but we know that natural gas will play a role in the future. Some savvy consumers that are paying attention to this clean energy and, and climate change understand that hydrogen is something that's on the table. Can you explain a little bit how that might be used and how consumers thinks about hydrogen? Yeah, so we're not sure, but we're actively looking at it, right? So you can look at and probably read in the media, probably you see other countries, you're particularly are a little bit more aggressive in their use. But we are participating now in what is called the Low Carbon Resource Initiative. And it's a five-year effort that is led by the Electric Power Resource Institute and the Gas Technology Institute to accelerate the dem and demonstrate the use of kind of low carbon energy technology. But with hydrogen, in addition to, we are looking at renewable natural gas as another source uh, in a way we can protect our planet. You know, Michigan, we have a lot of agriculture and there is an opportunity there to get some renewable gas from there. Uh, and we can use this in our pipeline uh, to help heat homes and power stoves and uh, get some grain from some farmers to do that. Uh, and that, and you know, when we think about even renewable natural gas, it does have a negative methane footprint, uh, but it's a key piece of our plan to achieve net zero. And so it's amazing. Uh, and we're exploring and we're learning and we're going to be trying some things really quickly here uh, to see how that would work for our consumers in the state of Michigan. So Tanya, let's take a step back and learn a little bit more about you. How do you find yourself here? What is your origin story that finds you as the vice president of gas operations? What got you involved? How did you find yourself at Consumers? All of that stuff. You know, so you can't live in Michigan, I don't believe, maybe you can, without having some connection to the autos. Um, so I am a Wolverine, go blue for all those Michigan fans <laughs> out there. Industrial engineer by background. And I've always had this passion for how do we make things better? Uh, not only for people that work in the processes to serve, but for our customers and community. So regardless of the service or product that's on the other side of that, that is the work that I love to do. And um, after a nice stint in the autos, I got an opportunity to join Consumers Energy. And uh, how fascinating is it to be in a different production arena and around gas? I am on the operation side of that. And so thinking about delivering gas every single day rather than building a vehicle is something different, but it does help me get to the side of really making things better uh, for people, all people, not just those that work for the company, but those that receive our products and services. As I said, you guys have these aggressive timelines to upgrade systems, get cleaner energy, in, build some infrastructure, the aforementioned 28,000 miles of gas pipeline. And I'm wondering if you might give us some scope on how an entity as large as consumers is able to move and be this nimble in this clean energy arena, because you guys are moving farther and faster than most in the country. And I'm wondering if you might be able to put some shape around that. Yeah. So this is where I'm going to plug consumers energy. This is we what I, are, this is what I a, want you to do is plug consumers energy. A, you know, we are a company of 8,500 amazing people 
uh, and we are all committed to the same values. And it is, the, and we lead that every single day in our jobs, right? We care about the people that we serve. We want to protect the planet, and most importantly, as well, the prosperity for the state of Michigan, right? We know that we have uh, legacies here, and that we're trying to leave Michigan uh, in a better place than the, uh, for the future generations. Yes, and we have some uh, major tasks in front of us, but we carry our work with purpose. We own our work. We empower everyone every day to bring their best selves to work so that we can deliver on that every single day. And I am always excited and thrilled uh, to be a part of this team and amazed uh, at what we're able to do with the conditions that we face. It's not common to see an entity as large as you guys be as fast as nimble. And I just wanted to spend a couple minutes spotlighting that because I think it, it tends to get lost in the shuffle that you've got this huge entity that is caring for the state of Michigan while making it a clean energy, quite honestly, the tip of the spear, right? Becoming the plan for the rest of the country, perhaps, on how to do this, which leads me to my next question. What are some of the, the hard aspects of becoming a clean energy state when you live in the Midwest and the weather is not really that cooperative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it is, this is probably no surprise, right? We have had some pretty tricky weather here as of late, right? And sometimes mother nature will definitely uh, toss us a uh, few <laughs> surprises, right? Um, and so probably ones when you think about like the business of consumers energy, right? We have electric and gas. Um, and typically when we have the challenges of even weather, it doesn't necessarily affect our natural gas pipelines, right? We get the outages typically sure. that are associated with power lines. Uh, but we also have to make sure our system is solid and things can happen around us. I'll give you one, uh, Midland flooding, right? So when we had the flooding and the dam breakage there in Midland, we had to go out and rebuild major parts of our system there. Um, we always need to make sure our system is ready. Our storage fields are ready to serve on the coldest days of the year, right? Uh, you know, we've had a couple of years now, right, where we've had temperatures that we didn't anticipate that were really cold and we wanna make sure that we are ready uh, for those days. And so um, weather gets us, but then even when you think about our system, when we talk about safety of our system, uh, we also have to make sure those that work around the system, and I know we have businesses and homeowners here that are making improvements and upgrades. We also just have to make sure I'm going to put a plug in. We call this dig and we're safe when we're even doing our own digging because that can cause disruptions and uh, problems in our system that we got to resolve. We want to make sure not only is the system safe, but the public is safe as well. So I want you to maybe put on your Nostradamus, Nostradamus, excuse me, hat and maybe look to the future a little bit. In your estimation and your experience in this role, what does Michigan look like a decade from now? Yeah. So we will be cleaner, right? We will be, we will see, um, we will, I will, I believe we will see consumers meet that goal of net zero by 2030. I think that we will see our customers using energy in different ways. I think customers will be educated on how they'll use those sources of energy to heat and live and operate in this world and climate. You mentioned EVs. Um, so I expect that we'll see more of that on the road. And I'm so excited to see what this will look like. I know sometimes when we're thinking about these goals and aspirations, it's like, will we ever see that? But, and I'm not gonna give my age here, but I'll think about kind of this 
evolution and even cell phone technology and kind of where we were today from the bad phone all the way over to, you know, kind of where we are today with the Samsung iPhones and others. So that is possible in this space too. You know, I'll just go back to the autos real quick. I remember day and time where a navigation system going in a vehicle was like kind of a new thing, right? And so when we think about what's in front of us and the possibilities, I know that it will happen. It's just going to be very interesting to see what it looks like as we're figuring that out. Tanya Berry, this has been an absolute blast. Have a wonderful week, and I cannot wait to do this again soon. Thank you. You too.